are listening to the Every Truth Podcast with me, Stacey Camille. This is a creative space where every episode is inspired by the truth and wisdom of God's word. We are a community that's supportive, honest, and willing to share. So join me every Monday and Wednesday to talk about overcoming real personal and spiritual challenges with faith, hope, and love. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, your Bible, a notebook, and come on in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the last episode of season three. We are on episode 40. And today we are going to be talking about the secret place of God. Okay, so we are going to read um, Psalms 91 and I'm reading the Passion Translation. And this translation was introduced to me um, on Mother's Day by um, the speaker on Mother's Day, my pastor's wife. And I thought this was such a wonderful uh, translation for me. It actually connected a little bit uh, more for me. I usually read um, the NIV or the New Living Translation, the NLT, but this one was really good. So I chose this translation of Psalm 91. And I'm just going to go through it um, section by section because this is actually the only chapter in the Bible where I have actually seen the word, the secret place. Now, there are times where um, in the Pentateuch, in the first five books of the Bible, Moses speaks about being in um, under the shadow of his wings, um, being in a place of protection. David talks about that multiple times. But here in this chapter in Psalm 91, it David actually talks about the secret place. Now, mind you, there's some scholars that say that Moses wrote this. Uh, uh, chapter after he built the tabernacle and he may have been referring to the Holy of Holies um, when that was done. But there's others that say that this was David speaking. And I'm, I'm inclined to believe that David wrote it either way. It is a beautiful scripture just speaking about the relationship that we have with God, um, this place where only you and God can connect. So here we go. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God most high. So all of those who live a life of communion with God are constantly safe under his protection. And abiding means that you remain there. You don't just visit him every once in a while when you feel like it and then you leave. You're you're constantly under his shadow under his protection so you are going to be preserved right you are going to have security of mind all the time you're going to be in a place of peace if you abide under his shadow right so verse 2 he's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me the only God for me and my great confidence so let's look at these key words here hope and stronghold and both of these words are used to describe God now when it comes to hope let's look at first Corinthians 15 19 and it says if our hope in Christ is only for this life we are more to be pitied than anyone in this world in the uh, King James Virgin it says we are men most miserable Um, 
So our hope in Christ is not just for this life that we live, but a life beyond eternal life, which was promised to us by Jesus Christ. He said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you can be also. So we, 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 we are, we have this hope that even though we may suffer a little while here, that is not the end of it. This is not it. We still have a life to come. We, I always say that we are uh, uh, men of spirit and of flesh. We're made of uh, body, soul, and spirit. So, so once this body dies and is decayed and gone, our spirit still lives on. We are eternal beings. We not, we're not eternal like the way we think we should be like this flesh lives on, but we are eternal beings. So it is up to us to make sure that we secure that hope through salvation, through salvation, repentance, baptism in Jesus name and in the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Then the second key word is stronghold, which is Psalm 99. And it says, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed a refuge in times of trouble and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee for thou lord has not forsaken them that seek ye and this is david again talking about god being our refuge and a refuge is a place where when you're in trouble when you're attacked when things are overwhelming you can run you can run to a place of safety and when you, once you get to that place of refuge nobody can touch you Nobody can touch you. So that is uh, what stronghold means. God's a stronghold. And if you're a fan of um, of uh, war movies, of uh, I used to, I, I used to like to watch. Actually, I still like to watch medieval war movies. A stronghold was the final place within the city that could not be breached, or at least the king thought it could not be breached, and it had the the biggest stones, the highest walls, the best of the army were was there. And if the outer wall of the city was breached, everybody would run to the stronghold to see if they can hold out and until the enemy gets tired or whatever they need to do. But that was the last place of safety. And that is uh, what David describes God to be. He's the refuge. So when we may feel that we're attacked, when we walk into uh, something that we're not supposed to walk into and, and, and get ourselves in trouble, we still have a place to run. He is the refuge. He is the place. Um, in the Old Testament, if you're familiar, um, if I, I think, I think in, and, and I may be wrong, but I think it's, um, if you killed somebody, this was a law in the Old Testament. If you killed somebody, if you murdered someone and you were able to make it to the horns of the altar, the horns of the uh, uh, of the altar in the tabernacle, and you grabbed onto those horns, you could not be killed. That that you, the, the, the person couldn't take revenge on you there. Something had to be worked out. And I think in the time of David, I think some um, oh man, his his captain, the captain of his army, I forgot his name, can't recall right now, ran. Uh, I think he killed Absalom at the time and um, or he murdered somebody and he ran into the temple to hold on to the horns and he still ended up getting murdered. So even that wasn't all the way secure because uh, if somebody wants to kill you, they want to kill you. But if God is your refuge and you run and you hide in him. No one, no one, not even Satan himself 
can get you there. And that's what being in the secret place is about. Actually, I forgot to give a little history on this. So it's said, it is said, I'm not sure if it's true, that this psalm is always sung, because you know the psalms are songs, always sung uh, when people were in trouble. So it's a it's a song where, okay, if I'm attacked, if I'm in trouble, um, I, I, I sing this song to remind me that God is a place of refuge. Uh, so, so that is really the secret places, secret places being so farly, far into God, so hidden in God, so deep in God that not even the enemy can attack you there. And as we go through the Psalm, you'll see uh, more and more of that. So actually in, in verse three, it says, he will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy, and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. So three attack points from the enemy here, hidden traps, false accusations, and deadly curses. He will protect you from all of that. Okay, and then verse four, it says his massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide his arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. So so he's going to cover you. With his majesty and his arms of faithfulness are a shield and that's what's going to protect you. You will never worry about an attack. See, here you go with the peace of mind. You will never worry about an attack by demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. You're never going to have to fear that because like I said, you're so hidden in God that they can't even find you. They can't see. You're not going to be worried about any of that. You're, you're covered under his majesty. So don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. So when you are in the secret place, the devil can't even launch an attack. And, 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 and right here, I even think about Job when he had to ask permission to attack Job. Job was hidden in God. And when we are hidden in God, the devil can't even launch an attack. He doesn't even know where to find you. He doesn't even know where to find you. Even, uh, um, and I also even think about Moses when God buried Moses, right? And nobody could find Moses when he died. And it wasn't until the book of Jude where, you know, Satan was contending with, uh, with Michael about the body of Moses. And I'm not even going to, you know, I don't have time to get into that whole, uh, uh, that theological discussion there, but, um, not even Satan couldn't find Moses. He was hidden. God hid him. And that's how God hides us. We cannot be attacked by the enemy. So, 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 so it begs us, you have to pay attention here. We have to be hidden in God. It's, we are the ones that's going to have to step out of that hiding place in order for God, for, for, uh, in order to be attacked. If we decide that we're going to go off on our own and do our own thing and protect ourselves and go our own way, guess what? You leave yourself open. You leave yourself open. So, and, and I have done that many times. And then we, we wonder like, why are we always oppressed? Why are we always sad? Why? Because we're doing things our own way. We are not hidden in God. And, the, and when, so once we start seeing, if we really believe this, what this is saying right here, once we start seeing that we are just being attacked, 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 and we confirm with God, okay, is this a test or is this a, an attack? So, cause that's two separate things. 
and we we confirm it's an attack then guess what we're not hidden we're not hidden and we need to run back to the stronghold and hide and stay there okay so that we can get back into a place of peace of mind peace in our hearts and and no fear no fear so Verse seven, even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed, you're watching people being killed all around you. You will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done. Isn't that beautiful? So verse nine, when we live our lives within the shadow of God most high, our secret hiding place we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? We are even protected from disease. And right here, uh, pause and jump to Romans 8, 38, 39. Everybody should know this one. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. This is Paul speaking. And he's speaking about the trials and uh, that he's been going through. And he says, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. That he is in the secret place. He was in the secret place. Verse 11. So God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. So not only is not only is God uh, helping you and he's your refuge and your stronghold. But guess what? If you decide to step out of that or you step out of the refuge, guess what? God sends his angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go. So if you step out, you're, you know, you're going to be attacked, but God has his angels to protect you. And even as you're in this secret place, this place of protection, this place of safety, it is his angels that have special orders concerning you to protect you. Now, if you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. See again here. You have to be the one to walk out of the secret place, to step out of the stronghold and go out there. But even when you do that, they are going to keep you from falling. Okay. Verse 13, you'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. Think about that. As you're in the secret place and you're moving about and you're doing the will of God, the forces of darkness, they'll try, they'll try to find you. And even if they do find you and they try to attack, you will be trampling every one of them beneath your feet. You, your feet, you will have the power of the Holy Spirit to trample demons. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me because you loved me, delighted in me and have been loyal to my name. I will greatly protect you. Remember the last, um, episode so if we have those places are we we're in those places those four areas of intimacy if we've built that and all of that cultivates or culminates rather in love 
Now we're in love with God. We're in that loving relationship with God. He says here, because you loved me and delighted in me and you've been loyal. You loved me, you delighted in me and you've been loyal to my name. I'm going to protect you. I'm your stronghold. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, God says, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with the full life and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. And that's the end of the chapter there. So, the secret place in God is a place of refuge, protection, and it is a place of safety. When we have an intimate relationship with God on all levels and dwell abide in the secret place of security hidden from the attacks of the enemy we will have the blessing of a full life and the enjoyment of salvation we were not meant to suffer in salvation we were not meant to be crying all the time we were not uh, meant to be the least of everybody we were not meant to be beggars okay we were meant to overcome to enjoy our salvation to enjoy the presence of god to enjoy abundance whether it's in our health in our families in our finances in our ministries that's what god wants for us but in order to get there we have to be in a relationship of communion and love and intimacy so that we can get into that secret place into that hidden place into that place of safety and we have to abide there and y'all, that is what I'm working towards. I have been safe for a long time. And there are places, there are times in my walk with God that I've, I felt like I was in the secret place, but I never, I, I just didn't abide there. I would go off and I would do my own thing and then I would come back. I would go off and, because I didn't have patience and patience is a virtue. So that's something that we have to, we, we, we have to, we, we have to develop is patience, patience with God, patience uh, to, to, to be able to sit there and to listen and to dwell with him, even when he's quiet, even when he's, uh, uh, um, um, not speaking to us or not answering us immediately. I know this world has us in a mind frame where we have to have everything microwaved, every answer in 30 to 60 seconds. We're there, but let's unplug, let's unplug and get into a secret place with God so that we can be protected so that we could have peace of mind. And that is the end of today's episode. Uh, actually the end of season three. Thank you so much. If you, if this is your first episode, I really invite you to go back ahead and listen to the rest of the episodes as we move forward. Um, we have a summer series coming up, which we're going to talk about Christian wellness and what that really means and just how to be, uh, uh, living an abundant life in Christ not living a life where we're always feeling like we're lacking. We're always feeling like we're behind. We're always feeling like we're struggling. No more of that. No more of that. I'm just going to talk about how to live abundantly with a mind of peace and prosperity and just living and enjoying our salvation. Uh, I love you all. Uh, remember to connect with me on the website and I'm going to, um, uh, post a space where we can all have discussions it may not be Facebook because that's so crowded and noisy but I'm gonna uh, post on that and then we're gonna start our summer series I'll announce that soon love you all God bless you bye bye <laughs>